How are you? How are you? I'm good. By the way, nice background, lady. Um, thank you. Yay! <laughs> I did. I did not do that myself. <laughs> it looks amazing. We look like we're sitting right next to each other. We do. Like, hello, welcome to our <laughs> podcast. Nice to meet you. <laughs> yes, to make yourself comfortable. Make sure you're high. We're better that way. It but. is better that way. Welcome back to another episode of the Hash Wednesday podcast with me, comedian Catherine Maloney. And me, Minister Mary McGee. So what do you want to talk about this week? This week, we're going to be talking about John the Baptist. We're going to be doing our segment, Girl, What You Watching? What You Watching, Girl? (laughs) And What's Your Favorite Conspiracy? Is back again, and this time we're talking about something a little bit terrifying. So we'll try to keep it as light as we can. We're talking the end of days. We're talking the New World Order. (laughs) It's over, people. Buckle up. (laughs) We're going to get into it. Let's go. The saint that we decided to do this week is Saint John the Baptist, or just John the Baptist, John which I'll probably just say the whole yeah, episode. It's just easier. It's like when we were doing Saint Joan of Arc. I was like, oh, I know. Can we just call her Jock? <laughs> <laughs> you know, to make it simple. <laughs> just make it easy, man. So John the Baptist is like the most magical saint ever like i was yeah. singing all day i was like he's the most magical, magical saint really? in the world all day and i was like it's not even christmas but it is in my heart because yeah. john the baptist was a badass he, he really was. was he was yeah. like the precursor to jesus basically oh, big time and there's a lot to that too because um there's a lot of conspiracies surrounding john the baptist including that basically he was like a freemason he was like the pre 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 new world order yeah <laughs> like it's kind of crazy how it's all really connected and I so know. i was like oh my god we didn't even do that on purpose could but- you imagine if we uncovered the original freemason <laughs> So with John the Baptist, he was born like, you know, year minus three or some shit like that, Yeah, you know, and his parents were like super famous, like another child star saint. And as soon as he was born, it was pretty much known and advertised that this is the individual that is going to prepare the pathway for the Messiah. This is the dude. So he was on that path and then some shit went sideways with the government which when does that not happen you know what i mean yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> so he's like fuck all this i'm going out in the desert and that's what he does he goes out in the desert and like literally <laughs> is wearing like leather hinds and shit and like and- camel fur <laughs> yeah <laughs> that he's he got at a, a total, flea market. <laughs> he's a total fucking caveman. Just he eats out there. locusts, like oh. the locusts that people run from. <laughs> and let me tell you something. And something honey. I learned in my little encyclopedia book what? that locusts are kosher. Are they? They are fucking they good better be. How do you know well, they get rid kosher? of my forehead wrinkles? <laughs> What is it, like a rabbi fucking like going through the hide going, yes, yes, this is good. Um, (laughs) These are definitely kosher. Like, what? I think they just said that because he was eating them. They're like, well, they better be kosher. You know what I mean? Or else we're going to fucking hear from, you know, the congregation over here. So he's out there (laughs) uh, eating carob seeds and eating honey. And of course, those kosher locust um so that was his life for like 24 years or something it was something crazy and then he comes back because he's up to bat he needs to prepare this pathway for the messiah so he needs to convert everybody he needs them to repent and get baptized by him that's why he's john the baptist so he's out there and i liked his style because just like the other saints like they're ballsy motherfuckers you know what i mean like, they just, like, walk up to people and they're, like, they just fucking get up in their face about shit. And they just, I mean, I'm not saying I'm a saint, but I definitely have the <laughs> swagger of yeah, fucking saint yeah. telling people to go fuck themselves. Like, <laughs> yeah. He had a huge like, following, too. Yeah. Huge. Would- and, and it was even with the bad people, you yeah. know? Like you said, he had that big fan base. So he would, you know, show up in the town and everybody would be like, that's him. 
and they thought he was the Messiah. They're like, that's the Messiah. Yeah, that that's what they were saying. Mm-hmm. He was originally thought to be the Messiah. Yes, they totally thought he was. And he would set them straight. He's like, listen, I'm here. Seven the stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need to repent and you need to baptize. And I'm he's on the his guy. Way. Yep. Because he's on his way and you want to be prepared. And then he went over to the tax collectors and he was like, you pieces of shit <laughs> <laughs> are going to burn in fucking hell. And that's pretty much what he said in the cartoon. And then <laughs> he walked away and the tax collectors were like, what's up with that? So we're doing like a shitty job. Like everybody on earth fucking hates us. And now God hates us. And now we're going to go to hell. Like we better get our shit straight. And they went running over to him and he was like repent and baptize and then it's like okay and they were like all right yeah and then he baptized them and then jesus showed up yeah yeah he's out there jesus shows up he's like what's up here in the jordan river i came from galilee i know you've been waiting for me and as soon as he saw him john the baptist was like you were the fucking real deal and he's like you know it yeah everybody was like what is up and this is the thing that when when John the Baptist baptized Jesus Christ, it said that the Holy Spirit took the shape of a white dove and like mm-hmm. fluttered up and like the heavens opened up and then God's voice came over and he said, hold on. Luke, I have <laughs> That's I what it sounded father. like. <laughs> it's actually kind of corny. And I don't know if this is a direct quote, you know, I'm paraphrasing here, but this is the quote from the kids cartoon. It said. This is my beloved son with whom I'm well pleased. What the fuck does that mean? Like the dude's cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's gonna like, cool. I guess I'm not the Messiah. I was just trying. I didn't want to get my hopes up. <laughs> <laughs> In the like, back oh. of my mind, I thought maybe it was possible. <laughs> yeah, but nope. You know, oh, Jesus. no, actually, he didn't think that he he was actually worried that he wasn't, you know, amazing enough to baptize Jesus. Oh, yeah. He was like, you should be baptizing me. Yeah, yeah. And he and was then, like, no, no, no. That's not what, what happens in the script. <laughs> and- yeah, exactly. He said scriptures, <laughs> but you're on. <laughs> this is the way we need to do it my dad's watching he's yeah the director. just play nice <laughs> yeah and because after jesus left like that's what he did he was like okay you know word's gonna get around that i baptized the messiah so everybody's gonna want me to baptize them yeah. and i'm gonna keep plugging along so john the baptist obviously had all these disciples that were following him around and they thought for sure he was the messiah so they were his like you know fanboys yeah and so they're following around and then when jesus showed up it was clear as day. Oh, you're just the backup drummer. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. want to be the main guy. So I looked up, like, who these disciples were that now were Jesus's disciples, and they were a couple of apostles. One is Andrew. So the apostle St. Andrew um, was the first one that was following John the Baptist. And then when Jesus came, John the Baptist was like, listen, trust me, you need to go with him. Yeah. I'm good. I don't need you. I know exactly. I just got to run oh, the clock that was out. Nice. That was nice. Okay. Yeah, because he knew that he could see that this is like a significant, you know, disciple. Yeah. And so he knew, oh, he can, you know, Jesus could basically groom him and get him ready, fill him with the Holy Spirit. And then Andrew will go out and he'll go do his thing. And this is going to fucking work. You know, like the ultimate that's a good plan. marketing. That, yeah, that's a great plan. Yeah. So they're hustling. You so know. he's out there selling bar pans. <laughs> exactly. How are you doing on pot yards? Rita. <laughs> <laughs> so the other apostle um, that it's Andrew's brother is St. Peter, but his real name is Simon. I don't understand why everybody has to change their fucking names all the time. Yeah. It's like, what is this witness protection? I like just know. one name. What the fuck? Maybe there weren't that many last names. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. It's like so annoying. Because <laughs> like in the book, it's like Simon Peter. And I'm like, Simon Peter? Who the fuck is Simon? Like, and then were the like, last names like Adam and Eve Jetson? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Flint's taken. It sucks. So, yeah. Then he goes and does this thing. And he pisses off all the politicians. Like, obviously, that's his job, right? He's supposed to be telling them what it is. And King Herod was on John the Baptist's radar because 
he married his sister-in-law which oh yeah yeah and like her name is like it's basically Har- Harrod with like Odia it's like Haridia or something like that yeah. but it's basically like, he, like and he his and her his, yeah and he divorced his wife to marry her yeah according to like Jewish religion and like like the Old Testament and shit this is very incestuous this is like a big no-no. I you mean, I feel like, this. yeah, it's pretty bad now. It is. <laughs> back then, it's like, you know, you can have anybody and you got to have your, your sister-in-law. Like, so it's weird. Gross. Oh, my God. But and I'm not a fan that, of hers. But then they said that her daughter performed a provocative dance. Yeah, it's like uh, the dance of the seven veils. Which it, is basically his niece, right? Yes, it is his niece because it's his brother's daughter, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's his sister-in-law. Seems legit. Yeah, it's his sister-in-law. <laughs> so it's got to be his brother's wife. Yeah, so it's his niece. By blood, this is his niece. And it was his birthday, so, like, everybody was out. But the thing is, John the Baptist and this queen were mortal fucking enemies, literally. Yeah. Um, she really didn't fucking like how John the Baptist was running his mouth and telling everybody, like, you know, that she's basically, like, Springer trash, you know? Yeah. So she hatched a plan with the other trash. (laughs) She hatched a plan with like the pagans or whatever, like everybody that like hated him, like all the tax collectors that were like, this motherfucker doesn't know shit. Don't tell me how to run my business. This is what I'm talking about. Separation of my money in your fucking mouth, motherfucker. So that's all going on. And they're like, you know what we should do? We should totally go to the fucking queen because she hates his ass too. And let's fucking get her to get the king to fucking kill this guy. Yes. And so they go to her and she's like, I know what I'm going to do. I'll figure it out. Don't worry. This motherfucker is gone. And the king also likes John the Baptist. Like he he's fond of him. So it's not like, you know. Yeah. And he's in jail like at this very moment while the party's going on. Like he got captured because, you know, you can't be doing that baptizing shit. Yeah. But he took mercy on him and let him be in jail. Like, I guess he was supposed to be executed and he didn't really want to execute him. So he's just like hanging here for a bit yeah run out the clock yeah there might have been an uprising in the kingdom because he was very beloved and people were coming you know just to get it baptized by him so they were coming you know from a distance and so you know god it's always something right but these bitches man they always gotta fuck it up so <laughs> this little <laughs> this little kid her name is salami basically so salami. Salami. <laughs> it is delicious. like it's like salami but we'll just call her salami So Salami does this uh, dance of the seven veils and just blows the tits off of King Harry. I mean, he's like, and they're all feeding into it. They're like, wow, your daughter in that dance. Look at her. I mean, that's not something you see every day. And so he's getting all excited. He's like, oh, my God, man, I should really like make a fucking like a, a grand gesture as as a thank you for that beautiful performance. So he goes, hey, kid, what does your heart desire? Fucking lay it on me. You say it, it's yours. Jewelry, a new car, houses, a watch, anything, bags of money. Anything. And he's like, what is she? Ha, ha, ha. I can give you half my kingdom. Yeah. And so she goes, she's like, father, which I'm like, uncle, daddy. Um, (laughs) can I talk to mom for a second and just run this buyer? So she says to the mom, like, what should I get? Like gold or should I get diamonds? And the mother's like, you want the fucking head of my enemy, John the Baptist. So evil. She was like, I didn't even know you had an enemy. And she was like, you don't know a lot about your mom. (laughs) You know, it was like very dark. (laughs) Mom's got secrets. I'm married to your uncle. You don't know how I roll yet, bitch. I named you Salami. Oh my God. (laughs) I wanted people to snicker behind your back. So I will be the prettiest. So she's a real bitch, right? And so in front of everybody, this daughter turns to the father and says, I know what I want. I want the head of John the Baptist on a platter. Oh, wow. 
And everybody's like, that sounds good. I'll have that too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Like, I didn't know that was an option, but that sounds pretty good. I mean, I can go for a head on a platter. He's like, oh my God, are you serious right now? Like, he's like, what a weird fucking ask. Like, <laughs> it's my birthday. Like, I have to kill on my birthday. Like, what a fucking drag. It's murder, 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 war, war, war. And then on my birthday too, like... <laughs> Whose day is it? Salami. And so that's the last time that guy ever asked that bitch what she was in the mood for. For real. Because <laughs> it could be like, have your balls, Papa. And he'd be like, God damn it. Every time. I did it again. I did it again. The best part is in the in the Saints for Kids cartoon. They like show the little girl like being handed Dancing? a bloody head. Yeah. Oh, yes. a bloody head on a platter. She's like, excellent. She's like, no reaction. <laughs> She's eight. She's like, oh, oh my, my God. God. That's, that's what was so crazy. And like, then it's like, okay, that's done. You know, pack it up, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. So one of the conspiracies or one of the legends is that if you have a headache to meditate to a picture of a decapitated head, that's fucking really dark. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I read in your book. Yeah, I read that and I was like, wow. Because they were like, if you focus on his head being decapitated, the will for you to feel better as like a defense mechanism or like a like a knee-jerk reaction of like, suck it up, buttercup. At least your fucking head's not on a platter. Yeah. Jesus Christ, just drill a hole in my ear like you did last week. Uh, well, give me some more cocaine. I mean, <laughs> what year is this? You're 28 and we're still doing this? It was very crazy. But yeah, there's there's certain areas in the world that celebrate him in different ways. Like obviously the Catholics see him as the one that set the pathway for Jesus Christ and you know he baptized him and it, it fulfilled, you know, the prophecy and all that shit. So everything's good. But then there's a group um actually in Iraq. It's in uh, Mesopotamia, like they're called the Mandaeans, and they are like the super, super ancient group that believe that John the Baptist was the one true Messiah and that he wasn't really beheaded. Yeah, that like I saw know. that too, mm-hmm. that they think that he really was the actual Messiah. Yeah. And I don't know who's to say who's not. They think that like Jesus upstaged him. Yeah. And the other thing is like everybody knows about the Da Vinci Code, the movie and the book yeah. that came out, Dan Brown stuff. Um, So the whole book and the movie is about <laughs> the fact that John the Baptist is truly the Messiah or whatever. And there's Leonardo da Vinci paintings that point out these clues that try to interconnect it and everything. So it's just funny how life imitates art and art imitates life or whatever. And how like everything's connected. It's so weird. It is another group that he's huge. I don't even remember what you said. I'm like, everything is connected. (laughs) What am I talking about? It is. It is. It's so funny because it's like we start doing this stuff and I'm like, oh, my God, it's like all together. Like all the know every I know it's It's so weird. weird. Like, okay, so there's this conspiracy or this philosophy or whatever that John the Baptist has two feasts. So one is in August on the 29th, and that Mm -hmm. is to commemorate when he was beheaded which is traditionally when uh, the Catholics uh, have the feast days when the that's saint actually died, which is really what we like to ce- I know that's what we like to celebrate. What day does that get chopped off? <laughs> yeah. Let's that's get a cake. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking red velvet. <laughs> so it's very weird how we do that, but we do that. We talk about this on the show all the time, how like our families are like, oh, and then so-and-so this is their day. And I'm like, I, yeah. why do you want to talk? I know I you want to like, it's so sad. But anyway, so the other day that they celebrate is his nativity day or his birthday, which they celebrate on June 24th, mm-hmm. which pretty much coincides with the summer solstice, which right. is on June 21st. So what they believe is that, and he mentions this when he gets, when he baptizes Jesus, he says, I must diminish so that he may be greater. Right. And so the summer solstice is when the sun is at its highest point. So after that, it diminishes. And then Jesus's birthday is in December, which kind of coincides with the winter solstice, which is when the sun becomes stronger. Right. And it becomes greater. So 
that kind of matches up, which is weird because just in this episode, we talk about the New World Order and the Georgia Guidestones and the Summer Solstice and all this shit. I know. It's so weird. Super weird. And yeah, because their, their birthdays aren't like, they don't know their literal birthdays. No. They're just, they're, this is they're symbolic. made up and it's symbolic. And that's why yeah. those are their birthdays. And guess who pointed out that symbolism? We know him. We talked about him fucking last week. Um, was it Mac Ronan? St. Augustine. Oh, <laughs> so but I liked close. your answer. Um, he <laughs> could have so been Mac close. Ronan. Mac Ronan probably wrote it down first, but then, you know, he time traveled out of there. He could be St. <laughs> Augustine for God's sake. I think he is. <laughs> he might be. So, yeah, St. Augustine, which I was like, when I read that, I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's all connected. No, no pun intended. Mm. But I'm like, it's all like I was like, St. Augustine. So he's the one that was like, hey, did you guys ever notice that? Like, mm, I don't know. June is when it diminishes and December is when it gets greater. Anybody ever notice that? And like, hey, we don't really know their birthdays, but these it's all because they think that when they tried to convert everybody from paganism over to Christianity, they wanted to make sure that the pagans still on some level celebrated the festivals that were so important. So they basically just like folded in the Christian shit inside the paganism because like everything is basically paganism, like your Christmas tree. That's a pagan tradition. Basically, yeah. all the major things that we celebrate, people don't realize this. If you look at paganism, it's, there's all the symbolism and it's very, very close. It's just a cleaned up version of it that's like, you know, more tolerable for the masses. But it, the underlining shit is like ridiculous, the connection. So anyway, that's what they think. And then, um, oh, when they beheaded him, then they buried his body in a tomb, but yeah. they don't know where his head is. Wait, I read something about his head popping up three or four times really yeah i don't know i have to look into that and then i read that they think that the knights of templar which is another callback to the joan of arc episode because they accused her as being affiliated with the knights of templar and then here we go again with hey the knights of templar probably have his remains or at least his head so matthew 11 11 according to jesus it says that john the baptist was the most sinless man who ever lived but he performed no miracles wow so is he a saint yeah he is a saint so before he was born Mm -hmm. an angel came to his dad zachary zachary was a priest but i guess priests could get married back then because he had a wife and he was a priest and they had tried so hard to conceive they were really devout and spread the word of god everywhere and one day an angel came to him and said you're gonna have a son and you're gonna name him john and he is going to do all this shit and he's basically going to welcome jesus or the messiah and he told him all this and basically everything that the angel said he did all that shit and his preaching and the way that he spoke i don't know people just knew he was the og and i don't know yeah i don't know how they knew people just were different then yeah but like you ever just be around somebody that's like you could just feel their energy and you're like you're a good person like i i like my energy around you i think he had that ability to you know calm people and make them feel the comfort of like hey we're all gonna be okay like the messiah is coming yeah i know he's coming like Like he was getting everyone amped for it yeah and he's getting them really really ready and i guess he had like a connected relationship with god or something maybe when he was like wandering around in the desert that's true that's usually when they find him yeah because like jesus knew all about him Mm -hmm. and you know like so he must have been like hearing those prayers (laughs) yeah you know him 3 a.m hey yeah What's up? You've been, how many? How many you baptized today? <laughs> Tell me the numbers. Tell me the numbers. I want to know before I show up. He's like, today was a good day. Today was a good day. <laughs> it was an excellent day. So he's got like a ton of areas and different groups of people. This is just the religious side, but he's yeah. got this full on <laughs> magical side, yeah. like full on. Before we get there, I mentioned that he's part of like the, the Freemasons or whatever. Right. Um, in Haiti, he's huge. In Iraq, uh, he's huge. In West Asia, he's huge. In, in Brazil, they've got him down to like like the Aztecs, ancient Egypt, China, Incas, the Indians, Israel. Yes. And then I don't so know many I people get down with him. So many. And then there's this huge festival on his June 24th feast day in the Philippines, 
They call it the Mud People Festival. And this is something I never knew about. So, and this is like another scene. There's a few that are huge in the Philippines. It's, it must be so religious there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because a lot of things that we talk about, like St. Augustine, his son, Adonis or whatever, he's got a statue with both parents in the Philippines. So it's just, the, it must just be churches and statues everywhere. Yeah. So anyway, um, World War II is going on. Japan invades the Philippines and they invade this one little town and this is so fucked up. They pulled every single man from the town and they put them in front of the church and they were going to execute everybody. Yeah. So all the women and children dropped to their knees and prayed to John the Baptist for a miracle. Oh my God. And it started torrentially downpouring and it fucked with all their guns and all their ammo. And so in celebration of basically all surviving and having this miracle bestowed upon them, they were because it was raining, they were throwing mud at each other and like rolling around and like dancing in the rain and everything. So now on June 24th, they do the Mud People Festival. And That's I don't cool. I Right. So I was like, That's so cool. So He's got a lot of influence, like a lot of influence. He is a, you know, he's a go-to saint. Yeah, because he has specific things that he's a patron saint of, I think, but he's like an all-go-around, like you can use him for anything. Yeah. Anna Pan, she's another one. He's kind of like Saint Rita, you know, big on like healing. So if something goes wrong, like ironically, he is the saint that you pray to when you're going in for surgery because he had such a bad surgery. I know. That he'll help you get out of it successfully, which I was like, oh my God, that's kind of funny. It's kind of tongue in cheek. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, I got my head chopped off. Botch job. Yeah. Total fucking botch job. I know. I will be there for you. But yeah, do do you remember who who he's like favored by? I have like innkeepers, hoteliers, prisoners. Oh, he's the protector of witches, midwives, and Mm -hmm. those who heal with herbs. Yeah. He's a patron saint of those who are abandoned on doorsteps or thresholds. So, it's so sad. is that like like orphans and like, and like brides? <laughs> yeah. Brides Imagine you're left altar. at the altar. Yeah. I was left <laughs> at the threshold. John the Baptist, man. We'll get you through it. He's the best. So, uh, oh and chimney God. sweepers, like chimney sweepers. Yeah. In Russia, he's known as John the Herbalist and John the Magician in Russia. So, Ooh. he's just like all over the place. His spirit, like after he died, you know, they would pray to him and he would come to a lot of people. So maybe isn't that a miracle or is that just not documented? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, you just popping up in thin air. It seems like a miracle to me. I mean, yeah, it's pretty surprising at the very least. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it would have probably been a miracle if he would have converted like the queen and her daughter. You know, that probably would have saved him. But you can't you can't convert a closed mind bitch like that. I was gonna say she's just the worst. I know. Who's like who tells your kid, yeah, get that guy's fucking head and put it on a fucking platter? Yeah. Jesus. If you want to do an offering, obviously like you could do honey and stuff. And it, like mm-hmm. if you got a locust laying around, um, <laughs> that could be good. And then he has the Saint John's bread and it's carob seeds. That's basically how he like maintained his whole diet. So if you want to give him a little of that. Oh, this is what I want to talk about. So he's super magical, right? Mm -hmm. There's a ton of rituals and spells and everything that coincide around John the Baptist. I have been looking into Wicca and like I have my stuff that I do. I never heard anything about this ever in years and years and years. Really? doing stuff never heard oh john the baptist is the go-to guy he's so influential that uh the eve of the feast it is said that it's the best time it's like peak magic if you pluck the herbs and like do all like you know go grab all your stuff or whatever um between dusk and dawn Okay. So like overnight, you know, like basically like your Santa Claus and you're collecting okay. all your specimens and everything. But that's when it's like the best fucking version of it. Wow. I've never heard of that ever. That's really cool. Because I would literally look for shit that was like, you know, okay, well, I would look for stuff that's packaged on that day. Like that would be my marketing verbiage. I'd be like, this shit was plucked on St. John the Baptist fucking Eve. <laughs> this is the good shit motherfucker this is the hydro that's fucking smart 
Yeah, well, why are I was just thinking that? I should rub my ass on a lottery ticket on that day. <laughs> but yeah, he's the go-to man. He's the number one. And there's people to this day, they really believe like he's the real Jesus. And like, they just, you know, pulled a fast one on all of us and said, nah, it's this wow. guy. We'll see. We'll see what happens Yeah, when we get there. One day we'll investigate this. Mm-hmm. Imagine we're doing the podcast in our afterlife. We'll be like, and this week we've I got know. John the, <laughs> the Baptist. Hey, John. <laughs> you guys can call me the Baptist. Okay. <laughs> I used to work at Ciro's in Rockaway and um, the guys, we used to call him Baptiste. Yeah, it was John. And it I used was, to work there too at some point. You did. That's yeah. right. I think everybody's worked there. Yeah. I liked my little job. I liked it. I always talk about it to Kayla because it was like four hours a yeah. night. Yeah. That's it. Wasn't it. Long. Yeah. So you got in, you got out. I mean, when it was crazy, it was crazy. But you remember Baptiste. Yeah. So that was for John the Baptist. Like, that's why they called him that. And I was oh, like, okay. I was like, okay. He was kind of like a crowd favorite in the yeah, area. Yeah. Yeah. I think he went back to Italy. So if you're listening, John, how are you? <laughs> but yeah, so super magical. This was a big fucking saint again. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. I was trying not to have a fucking panic attack. I've been having a panic attack since oh, doing man. research on John the Baptist combined with the conspiracy theories. I need to go away to a camp where I can calm the <laughs> fuck down. Okay? You know, the conspiracy I've been theory. I'm so stressed. It stressed me out. And I was like, I don't even know if I want to talk about it because it hits too close to I'm home. Like, I know. So it's it was one of those things, but I was like, eh, fuck it. I'm already going to be on the wall. Who am I, I kidding? I mean, I know. We're <laughs> definitely on the wall. I have a backup conspiracy, but it's pretty bad, too. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Instead okay. The, instead of the New World Order. Yeah. Okay, it's about Antarctica oh, no. actually blocking a much larger part of the Earth and that the Earth is actually 20 continents. Okay. And oh, there's this God. whole other half with like advanced technology and we're basically being farmed. We're the farm. <laughs> okay. totally makes Which sense. one do you like better? <laughs> I think they can both coexist. They uh, they might. Basically, oh. we're like um, Lord of the Rings or like Game of Thrones, but we're so sheltered. Like we think we know everything. We don't know shit. And I know people don't are going to be like, dick. oh, you're crazy. Oh yeah. my God. I know. But no, I know. that's not the point. <laughs> like, I know. I remember reading the Hunger Games, like when it came out and just mm-hmm. being like, wow, this could really fucking happen. It just feels so close. <laughs> yeah, it does. That's the way I felt with the handmaid's tale i was like this is gonna happen and and my kids think i'm absolutely insane i'm like you listen to me i'm like what kind of mom is like you better not have hope (laughs) because (laughs) literally downhill from here okay this is the best it's gonna get okay so and you're bitching and complaining like a bunch of punk ass bitches When you really should just know that this is the best it's going to get. I mean, it really is. And I bought the dream that they sold me. I thought if I did all the things that I was supposed to do, that like everything would just magically click into place. And that was a fucking lie. I just can't believe so. that we're living in the era of madness, okay? And we're oh, we're it's crazy. We're learning about these saints and talking about saints who are all living in like a similar era. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Just this yeah. is the technological era version of it. But it it's the same story. I know. That's the thing. It's like, it just, it keeps repeating itself. And I don't know why we're like Dory from fucking Finding Nemo, where we cannot no. remember what just happened. Like it's it like, it's so happened. familiar. If it feels familiar, maybe take a second. <laughs> I know. And they try and to reflect. like, <laughs> yeah. And they try to like push the narrative of like, this is the first time ever in history. And you're like, mm-hmm. what about the other four times that I <laughs> yeah. can reference really quickly? And they're like, shut yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
They don't even try to like argue it. I mean, we can jump right into it. You know, this week we decided to talk about uh, the New World Order. You wanted to talk about this. So I thought I wanted to talk about it, but it's actually really (laughs) like upsetting. Okay. Basically, the New World Order says that there's going to be, it's like a um, underground club. Yes, a super secretive society. Basically, like Illuminati. Yeah. What are the other ones called? The Freemasons? Yes. They're kind of like integrated a little bit. Yes, that's what I saw because the term New World Order was said by Hitler in reference uh, to Nazism. So, like, let's just start the conversation right there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's how it's spelled out. And then, yeah. So the other political figures that have also used this term New World Order was President Woodrow Wilson, uh, Winston Churchill, and George H. Bush, as in Big Daddy George, they reference this New World Order. Yeah, because and they, they think this has been going on like since the beginning because yes. the Illuminati formed in, I think, 1776. 1776. I was like, that's the year of our independence. Yeah, and, exactly. And New World Order is them, meaning like all the elite motherfuckers, all coming together to overthrow America. And then they found the Illuminati in 1776 when we finally got our independence. So that can't be a coincidence. I know. I know. <laughs> was like, it's all fitting into place. So they basically like want to create a one world totalitarian government. Oh my God. And then there's the Denver airport. Oh my God. First so, of all, yeah. have you ever gone to the Denver airport? No. I went way back in the day in like 2006. I was married at the time and he had a satellite office in Colorado Springs. So you would fly into Denver and then drive over to Colorado Springs. And when we flew into the airport and I walked around the lobby, you know, get through security and everything, all I could think was, what the fuck is this place? Because it did not seem like there were real people walking amongst me. Yeah. They were super fucking weird people walking around the Denver airport. Yeah. And there's like weird artwork on the wall. Oh, yeah. And there's like, there's some kind of thing that says that it's donated by the Freemasons. Oh, yeah. No. Like- so there's a capstone in the lobby and it's from uh, March 19th. 1994. It's from the the New World Airport Commission. Yeah. And it has the Freemason logo on it. Right. It's like, hello, what the fuck? And there's like a big thing in the middle that says like New World Order or something yes. like that in the middle there's of the airport. There's a fucking scary fucking horse thing, like statue outside the airport. And it has gleaming fucking red eyes. It looks yeah. like the apocalyptic fucking four horsemen. And like, then, are there yeah. three other of those motherfuckers in this world? <laughs> <laughs> those are the points. <laughs> Yeah, the murals are fucking bizarro. Um, it's like a Nazi soldier with a rifle and like yeah, a and gas he's like a mask. Little, a little, and then there's one with like a little boy and like they're all like dead and then there's they're all dead and crying. Then there's like another side to it where it's like peaceful, you know. It's still it's very creepy on the other side. It is very creepy. Like their hands are all around like a big fucking sword and they have like what looks like flags like wrapped around them like scarves. It's a very weird mural. It doesn't matter fucking which way you look at it because there was a history channel episode about it. I watched it. I watched it too. And that that girl woman's explanation of everything was such bullshit. Bullshit. Because because, like they how they say that there's underground tunnels. Mm -hmm. She took him down to the next level. Okay. There was a whistleblower who said that there's five story buildings down there and that there's a huge tunneling system. Yeah. And the whistleblower, quote unquote, committed suicide. Mm-hmm. His ex-wife does not believe that to be true. Yeah. She so, says he was definitely murdered. Definitely. And it's because he told somebody about it. He told somebody yeah, that he came out. I, I watched oh some footage of him. Oh my god, it was so stressful. Yeah. Because he had like really high security clearance. And when he realized that there was like six, seven levels. Oh, my God. And then the lady's like, oh, um, don't you think we would know? There's thousands of workers here. Okay. There's always a secret entrance you're not allowed in. Okay. <laughs> you don't have like free access all over the place. Biatch. And what about in Breaking Bad? The sniffing dogs like in the laundromat. Mm-hmm. And there was a fucking meth lab below them that two exactly. trained FBI officers knew nothing about. Like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Yeah. So if and plus yeah. when they take over, somebody's still got to push a broom. You know what I, I mean? Know. So it's like, you're going to need staff. It's not like you're going to pick the broom up. Like you're <laughs> the best. You know what I mean? Like you're the fucking Illuminati. Somebody's going to have to clean your toilet. So don't tell me that they don't fucking know about the secret tunnels. Because and somebody's she was so clean. scripted when she was, ah, uh, it was gross. Questions. I was Ugh, like, my gross. insides were cringing. And the me fact too. that he was just like, Oh, that settles that. Like, give me, I know. don't be such a pussy. Okay. Okay, dude, stand your ground. He was like, I want to be okay. There's one other thing that kind of makes me doubt about the conspiracy of the basically they think that the Denver airport is the headquarters of the New World Order. Right. There's conspiracies that because they asked that guide, right? You know, who is the New World Order? airport commission thing that that this capstone is about and she had a very scripted answer and she said it was a group of political and civic leaders Mm -hmm. that did fundraising to raise money for the fucking airport oh my god she was basically describing what a member of the illuminati is like i know politicians oh really okay rich people you know people that are better than you and every viewer that's watching this that's made me have like my insides were shaking with that bitch me because she was too. do you think she even was like the person in the lobby or, or the illuminati sent her from like special ops and was like pam you're on yeah they're like Whose niece is good on camera? Go get her from the Illuminati pool. And they fucking pulled that dumb bitch. Oh, oh my God. I was so annoyed. Just because you say something in a sing-songy tone that sounds like sarcastic, that filter does not, you know, like, you know, negate the fucking reality that you, what you're saying is probably true. Like, I believe it. Yeah. Like, she was like, oh, so like one of my favorite conspiracies is oh that um, we have a miles long tunnel that connects to NORAD in Colorado Springs and <laughs> which is another quote unquote secret fucking bunker. And I'm like, you definitely have that like a hundred no. fucking. Why wouldn't you have that? Why wouldn't you fucking have that with all the bullshit that we invest in? Why wouldn't you have one tunnel connecting those two together? God forbid there's, you know, a national security incident or something's going on. You would want to shuttle the people to the right side spot yeah i think it makes sense but yeah, yeah she kind of threw that i was like you dumb bitch um <laughs> <laughs> she pissed me off so much yeah, and then too. the last thing that i'm gonna say that i thought was a stretch but it's worth mentioning was um you know these markings for this bullshit is like literally like sewn into the tapestry of this facility it is like every single aspect which is so fucking bizarre and the ground, like where the tile is or whatever, they have um, imagery, like, you know, there's, there's, you know, things that are built into the patterns or whatever. And one of the things is a mining cart and it has yes. the initials. Yeah. Remember this one? Oh, would so, you explain that away too? What? I know, Will but skank. I like the conspiracy of it. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, she was like, um, which that's kind of like, it, she kind of has a point. So I know, I know. It, yeah. I mean, it's a mining cart and it has the initials A-U-A-G, right? Which is gold and silver. Mm-hmm. And that's native to Colorado. So it also stands for some kind of like foreign hepatitis. Yes, it's for Australian, Australian antigen. Yeah. So the letters match up too. Australian has AU and then antigen has AG in it. Yeah. So it kind of matches up and that is a severe strain of hepatitis. Yeah. Because they think that's one of that's the ways deadly. that they might that they're gonna try to take us out is through they want to get us below 500 million people because that's a manageable amount of people. Yep. That's what the earth can take. So that's our goal. But that's the Denver airport. If you've never been there, um, it's worth the trip. It's kind of, to me, it's very strange. And I like Colorado. So that makes me sad. But that's that. And then in Oh my God, are the people in the black suits going to come for us? Definitely. (laughs) Part of me thinks we should just take the plunge, but it is a risk. It's a big risk. I agree with you. I, it made me nervous. I was like, I don't know. John the Baptist is. So the other thing that, that they talked about is the uh, Georgia Guidestones. Yes. 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 That was fucking crazy. I've never heard of those ever. Well, I heard about them because they um they got destroyed or mostly destroyed. Like at, in July, there was like of this year, there was 
like I guess some kids who let off explosives no. or something. Teenagers, I think they said it was. <gasps> no way. Cause I yeah. saw when I Googled it, it said permanently closed. Yeah. And I didn't know how you could close outside. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Because it's literally in the middle of a fucking field. I know. In like northeast Georgia. It's like literally in the middle of nowhere. It's very strange. So they're basically tablets, but they're huge. They're Oh, there's, yeah, I got the measurements. It's like six of them at nine feet, three inches. And they're made of granite. And apparently that's a very pricey piece of yeah, granite. Yeah, so like, and they're thick too. Like, and they're, and they're, you can't like buy them at a granite store. So no, guys, hella expensive. Yeah, they were like, that shit cost a pretty penny, which I don't know what granite costs. So I was like, they were very impressed by the purchase. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Constructed in 1980. It's the six granite slabs. It's written in eight languages. Yeah. So what it is, is the 10 modern commandments are written yeah. or etched into this the stone. And the languages that, that it's in is English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, traditional Chinese, and Russian. The UN, yes, the, they're who translated all of these slabs that mm-hmm. have all of these messages on them, and that's just very interesting. <laughs> like, it is. Why and would I mean, they do that? <laughs> yeah, like make sure it's accurate. No disrespect to any language out there, but those are like the main, you know, starter pack mm-hmm. of a civilization language. Yeah, I was like, okay, they're starting from scratch, and these are going to be the the leaders yeah. from these countries or these continents or whatever. Yeah. So, and there's some argument over whether the messages are what's currently happening and what's going to happen or what we're in, or whether like it's it. like a Nostradamus prediction of the far future. But no, it's not that. Come to find out, it's the Simpsons. Like, we did it. <laughs> we knew if we wrote it, it would happen. Yeah, it's very creepy. I have them written down, so we'll go through them. And that's the thing about them is that I can apply each of these modern commandments to what's currently going on in our universe. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's super freaking creepy. And, you know, some of the ways that this organization, you know, tries to get people on oh fuck I forgot what I was talking about never mind (laughs) that was good I was like I was on board I was waiting I I forgot pop in pop in when that pops back into your mouth just jump right in (laughs) because I can always I'm going on pad and paper right now so the 10 modern commandments are as such so number one maintain humanity under 500 million people Mm -hmm. in perpetual balance of nature something of that effect so right now we're close to like eight billion people in this world well i hate to tell you but they just made abortion illegal so (laughs) (laughs) papow yeah (laughs) it's gonna be packed so they it's um, gonna be packed (laughs) (laughs) like i'm already pissed off with fucking traffic and shit and now walmart's gonna be at capacity like imagine you have to like wait to get to walmart they're like no we're at capacity everybody keeps fucking (laughs) it's just fucking crazy so maintaining humanity under a certain amount of people that's population control which coincides with the ultimate goal of the new world order it's world domination population control that's their jingle i mean this is what they want world domination so okay that syncs up um that's consistent and then number two is guide reproduction wisely improving fitness and diversity i call bullshit on the diversity thing unless they're trying to that one sounds nice it does sound nice (laughs) but usually when you're doing like population control like usually like you know people get super racist about it and they're like you only fuck your own you know what i mean because you just got to make your own your own your own but when they say diversity, I'm like, it's inconsistent with what I would think. But maybe they're like, hey, we're the only 500 million people on this planet. So maybe. let's be chill. You yeah. Know? Like hopefully always it's the Olympics. Way. I'm hoping. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hopefully just still... we make it. Hopefully we're picking the right side. <laughs> no way we're not making it. If this is what happens, we're done. Like I'm what? on the wall. I already know it. I'll take a cyanide pill or something. Hey, just what side kidding. am I on again? <laughs> 
<laughs> you just want to survive. That's all you're talking about. It's like, I don't want to die. So I'll pick any side that will keep me alive. <laughs> and my <fighter>. children. <laughs> I'm not. I think our ancestors used to like hide under a blanket when there was like a fucking war a million going on. Percent. I still They're do like, that. <laughs> lay low and just everything will just blow over. Just That's <laughs> yeah. yeah, just ride it out. Literally like it's a hurricane. You're just like <laughs> just lay low, just lay low, just get ice cream and just like chill. Yeah, th- I don't think they're seeing it like that. I don't have the blue blood that's going to keep me alive in the uh post-apocalyptic scenario. It don't either. I feel like I should get pepper spray and I won't even buy it cuz it's like 7.99. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. So, what if I need weapons for the apocalypse? <laughs> Someone's going to like try to sexually assault you're like, "I wish I had $8 and then just go off on how you're so cheap on yourself and how you really need to start just taking self-care and just pour all that out on that person and they're going to be like you know what you've got a lot on your plate I'm fine I'll go somebody else that's exactly (laughs) it You really need to just spend the $8 on yourself. <laughs> hey, they might give you the $8. You know what I mean? They might give you the <laughs> <laughs> They might be like, here, take my pepper spray. I always have two. Here you go. And then you turn around and you spray them in the face. <laughs> Boom. That's how you turn around a sexual assault. And oh I'm going to be God. on cancel culture. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I have to make it in order for you to cancel me. So, yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe I'll have two seconds. Okay. So number three is unite humanity with a living new language. So we about to come up with some, I don't even know. It's one language. It's just going to be one language. It's (gasps) so like Klingon. I swear to God. I was like, (laughs) click. Like if you heard me, I literally did that. And then mid click, I was like, I don't know Klingon. Oh, you were going to like do Klingon? I was going to try. And I think it's a lot of snorting. And I was like, no, (laughs) not doing it. I don't know Klingon. Who am I? This is insulting to the Klingon nation. And I don't want to be disrespectful and just not represent them correctly. But Well, if we get to vote on the language, I vote Klingon. (laughs) Definitely. It's probably Klingon. I mean, that's what everybody's thinking right now. If you're like weird language or not weird, new language to introduce like Klingon. I mean, most of the people know it. So, okay, pop quiz. Do you think they already have this language established? Definitely. I mean, if it's, you know, it's written in stone. Yeah. And they're like civilization ends and, and like, like everybody stop. goes back to these stones and they're like, all right, what's the new language? And they're like, I don't know. And they're like, you don't. It's fucking written in stone. Like, how do you not already know what it is? Like, how could you invest in that and not have the language? So I'm wondering if there's like thesaurus and like fucking dictionaries, like a quick guide to the there new language. Is. Yeah. There definitely oh, is like new language for idiots. Yeah, for <laughs> if any of us survive. <laughs> yeah. I will fuck up constantly. <laughs> I'll be like, oh my God, I have to learn profanity in another language. What a bummer. That's the first shit that would stick though. I would just like, be like, what's your I'm word for motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> I would just be like, I'm not learning. <laughs> yeah. And then they'd be like, there's the oven. <laughs> there's that. the oven. Oh God, that sounds I so know. dangerous. I know. I hope it's quick. So, <laughs> so number four, rule, passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. That's very Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to survive this. I'll be like, the whole time I'll be complaining. I'll be like, I'm having a terrible time. I don't know the new language. <laughs> I don't know the new language. Okay. Keep ordering squirrel. It's a hot dog. And they give you the tail to take home. It's really sad. Oh my God. Oh my God. God. I'm crying again. Okay. So, so yeah, I don't want that. And then, um, (laughs) I don't know the language. Number five is protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. So that's them tearing down democracy and every other government saying, it's been all bullshit, you guys. New language, new courts. We've been over this. Yeah. Well, a lot of people believe that they really already have complete control of the government. It's just a matter of. They're just not taking the mask off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then, and then there's some people who think that it has more to do with like satanic worship and things like that. And there's even an island that all these like prestigious people go and meet on every year. And supposedly there's like some kind of still frame evidence of weird, like, I've seen burning, it. like mm-hmm. sacrificial type stuff going on. And yeah, I've seen some shit with like, some... what the fuck is up with that? Is that like they made a deal with the devil? Well, it's high profile people. And like, this is what they're actually fucking like. There's actually devil worshipers out there like yeah. for real like yeah i thought they were just like people mm-hmm. who were just you know lonely and like needed something to do <laughs> no those are like the fun satanists like the ones that like like heavy metal and wearing leather jackets like those oh. are like they're like cosplayers the people that dress up at the comic cons that's what it basically is mm-hmm. the real deal shit the underground shit that's I've seen there's this like cake that they make and it, it's like supposed to give you like what you want, like all your the desires. Devil worshippers? Yeah, but they but they have catering. Oh, and that's they so make nice. this, Yeah, they make this thing and it's got like blood in it and blood. Like, like really they want to do that? Like toenails, like I mean, all this weird shit. And but, like but I've seen the celebrities. I don't know. I'm like, because it's almost like, you know, <laughs> hazing. That's really what this all is. Whether you believe in good versus evil and God versus the devil. Like let's just take that scenario off the table and just look at what's going on. You have people in power that want to manipulate the people that want to get to that level jumping through all these hoops and doing all this hazing and all these like you know psychological fucking tests on them it's just a way for them to get off on it like they get satisfaction out of making you squirm and pay and then if they feel like you've done it well enough then okay you earned your spot Mm -hmm. and because you know just like a fraternal order or or sorority whatever that's what they do because then you have the same shame as each other you know the best and the worst and you're all on the same level because you've been torn down by it. it's like gang shit mob shit it's yeah, all the yeah. same it doesn't matter it's just a different fucking thing over and over again and that's why you know these people they really want to push the envelope to see how dark they can get you to get because they want to know how free they can be around you and once they Um, know that we can all be pieces of shit around each other and not fucking sugarcoat it i could really fucking take my mask off yeah i can really stretch but there's like other ways (laughs) oh totally don't involve toenails oh god that's so (laughs) gross it's so gross but yeah so it's fucked up and then number six is let all nations rule internally resolving external disputes in a world court aka no more fucking blowing each other up okay yeah yeah. we're done sending people to war and shit everybody it's basically going to be like everybody handle your own shit you know Mm -hmm. take care of whatever's in your house we're already going to be like one government and one language and one everything one religion everything's going to be the same like that's what they're trying to do even the playing field you know still have the different hierarchies or whatever but Everybody does the same shit. And as long as, you know, you're following the rules, I don't think they're going to be babysitting each other. There isn't going to be like an America where we oversee and make sure everybody's, you know, minding their P's and Q's. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. And then number seven is avoid petty laws and useless officials. That's fascism right there right it's like almost like like having a king yeah so scary number eight is balance personal rights with social duties i don't know so i guess like do whatever you're supposed to do balance personal rights with social duties so maybe like you mind yourself and your neighbor like you're all okay that makes sense yeah maybe i don't know and then number nine is prize truth beauty love seeking harmony with the infinite i think that's like their way of saying like that's their religion or they're like spiritual so they're not saying like god or allah or you know whoever the other no there is a name for the one god though i forgot what it was it's something with a k oh is it it's like a god yeah oh man they even got a new god yeah i just figured (laughs) they were gonna call it the infinite no, oh, like, there's okay. a new God, too. There's a new Damn, everything. Oh, man. They've been busy writing this shit up. I know. Oh, my God. Not so, excited for it. No, not at all. I don't know if it'll happen when we're alive, but maybe. And then number 10 is be not a cancer, 
on the earth. No sugarcoat in that, huh? <laughs> Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. I mean, that part I like. That Me sounds, too. That part sounds really nice. I think that's why they're like, we can't have close to 8 billion people on this planet. And so they're just, this is our last hurrah. That's why they don't give a shit about the planet right now. Because yeah. they think that if they have a major pandemic or a terrorist threat, that they're going to be able to reduce the population. Mm-hmm. and get it where it needs to be. And then everything will just work out because they're not yeah. going to be hustling like they were. Everything is going to be kind of like the Truman Show. Like everything's going to be like one way and, you know. I'm pretty uh, sure we're already in a Truman Show. I feel like we are. Because we only know like whatever existence and wherever we live and whatever we're doing, we only know that, okay? Like I'll give you an mm-hmm. example. I took Aaron to the beach and I brought two crickets with me in a beach chair. So... <laughs> I must have left my beach chair out for like a couple of hours, like against the fence before I went Mm -hmm. to the beach. And I am walking through the tunnel and I hear crickets chirping. I'm like, oh my God, there's a cricket in the tunnel. Oh my God. And then I get to the beach and I open my beach chair and two fucking crickets jump out. Okay. Yeah. Those two crickets were like, where the fuck are we, Alice? Because <laughs> they were they at your house. All, they, they got in a like, car. They like thought all ex- that existed was my front yard and that beach chair. So that true. was the whole universe to them. Yeah. Now you blew you- their fucking minds. They were like, I told you we shouldn't eat those mushrooms. I, I know. Told you. I know. But what's going to happen now? Because there's two of them. Are they going to reproduce? Just Is there going to the be a new cricket. kind of beach cricket now? Imagine no beach crickets. crickets. It's like the butterfly effect, but it's the cricket method. Yeah, maybe they'll have shovel hands so they maybe. can grow easily. Imagine they can go in the water and there's like <laughs> fucking <laughs> surfing crickets. Those goddamn! It just made fucking... me think that we're just like a speck on this earth that's so insignificant. Yeah. We don't even know what else is out there. Mm-mm. No, <laughs> we don't. So those are the 10 very heavy apocalyptic overtones, I would say. Yeah. Um, super fucking creepy. And on June 12th, 1979, this dude by the pseudonym R.C. Christian mm-hmm. moseyed his way into a bank and spoke to the bank manager and informed him of these plans to make this uh, Georgia Guidestones. And we'll never know who the person was because the bank manager will never say it. He was like, I'll take it to the grave. Oh, no, I know. He even, um, and supposedly the person, Christian, he died and he still won't say anything, which I understand. I respect that. I don't think I would either. I think but- at this point, he's like, I'm super old. Like, what the and fuck? Like, this is my only accomplishment. And they'll kill him too. Yeah. You know, like, oh my well, God. they'll kill his family. Like, if he... Family. Yeah, if he doesn't do what exactly what he's doing, he's putting his family at risk and and any other loved ones like friends. But he did answer all of the questions from the he geologist. Did. He was like, he was like, yeah, he did mention something about a new world order as a matter of fact. And yes, he you did. Know, he was basically saying, yeah, and that he had plans to make more stones and they were going to be called moonstones and follow the faces of the moon. Mm-hmm. You know, he was giving a, like a lot of explicit, he wouldn't give his real name, but he was, no. he gave up all the plans for it. <laughs> he did. He did. He, and you know, he was like, why did you want to go under the pseudonym RC Christian? And he was like, because I'm a Christian, yeah. which is very Nazi, yeah. very new world order. Very. So I was like, mm. You mentioned, you're right, there was supposed to be an addition to these Georgia Guidestones. They were supposed to have the moon stones. So the Georgia Guidestones are, they have like, um, it's set as like a calendar. So basically the idea was when the world falls apart, which they feel like is inevitable, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is going to be a place where people can gravitate and rebuild the calendar and use a compass and basically recreate the seasons yeah. so that we can get back to some normalcy. Um, that's how bad they're anticipating the end of the world um, or the end of the civilization as we know it now. So yeah. this one, it has a hole like straight through one of the slabs and it's lined up to see the sun straight through it um, at the certain angle. And it only happens on or is it the 21st? 21st. The 21st. I think it's the 21st. It's yeah. the solstice. Yeah. So June 21st, uh, which is the summer solstice. So the moon one was going to be set to like the movements of the moon. 
And so this is very what they call archaeoastronomy, which is the ancient practice of aligning buildings with celestial bodies. Mm -hmm. And they used to do it in ancient times. And it's either for like religious or practical reasons. So interesting. I know. So it's very like, what the fuck is going on? What is this all about? I know. And then I saw these stories on TikTok of Mm -hmm. how like the Illuminati like tries to recruit celebrities and like they find like young budding celebrities and they'll be like, hey, we can really, you know, bulk up your career or help you Mm -hmm. out. And then next thing you know, they are invited to a party, but there's nobody at the party. They're just in a random mansion. And there was some talk of gay sex in one of the rooms that they were to go in if they did go in the room that they were told to go in. See, that's the thing. It's just, it's the power trip. It's the control. It's like they dangled the carrot, literally. And And some of them went for it and some didn't. There were a couple of people who spoke out and damn. Yeah. I've heard of like these like big celebrity parties where like when you go, like you literally have to check all your electronics because they you know it's a safety zone where like you could you know be who you really want to be and yeah all this shit and they don't want any evidence of it so i believe that eyes wide shut shit i think it's real i think it happens yeah. it's crazy to me but that is what we found on uh the new world order i don't know if we're even going to release this <laughs> <laughs> i don't know girl what you watching what you hey. watching girl One of the things that I love to watch that coincides with this new world order post-apocalyptic is um, American Horror Story this Mm -hmm. season, um, Apocalypse. Oh my God. I was just, I just watched that like a month ago. I didn't, I don't think I finished it again, but yeah, because there's something wrong with me, but. Oh, um, it's so good. Yeah. I love it. And, and if you're a fan of the series or if you've never watched the series, it's one of the good ones. It kind of goes back and finishes, um. The first season a little bit and then the coven season so it's a great one but they that talk about this illuminati part. which yeah. one when they went back to the original house because american horror story mm-hmm. one is my favorite i've watched some of the other ones and i was like okay whatever but when they went back to the house i was like oh wow it just gave me a sense of inner peace that everything was tying together <laughs> yeah i was like they, was, they worked it out i was pretty stressed about out. that <laughs> i know i i think i told you when we were talking about it, i was like that's one of my favorite episodes like if i'm not ready to fall asleep yet i love it and i like the first episode and the murder house one god i just love that one yeah me too so if you've never seen it you can watch each season as a standalone but if you watch them in order they do start to intertwine yeah yeah they kind of feed off each other but it's good what did you watch oh i watched she hulk (laughs) oh my god is it good it's okay i think think it's no 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 it's it's watchable i just my kids are obsessed with marvel Mm -hmm. and they watch all of those shows and like all the movies and everything and so i guess i have very high standards for like but it still was good listen they were just introducing the characters you know what i mean really yeah well, if it's not Thor Ragnarok, I don't have fucking time for it. Yeah. That's the best it fucking the best. Marvel movie, period. I don't give a fuck about you know Infinity what? Wars and all that bullshit. But you know what it's I did care Thor about Ragnarok. that mm-hmm. I, I didn't think I was going to? Um, Doctor Strange. I never thought I had any interest in those movies before, but Brianna wanted me to see the new one. And like, so we all went together to see it. And I loved it. It was all about like weird spiritual like things Mm -hmm. that I believe and I'm like see guys everything that I said is true and they're like this is a fucking Marvel movie you (laughs) lunatic I'm like we're all one okay yeah and you can astroproject into outer space (laughs) (laughs) join me (laughs) and they're like we gotta call the people (laughs) no no not at all well I will say for this week, everything is kind of connecting to like what we're talking about because, and we didn't do that on purpose. If I was a better producer, um, I would have planned this and it probably wouldn't have synced up as well as it did when I, I started know. clicking it. I was like, oh my God, everything is connected. So thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode of the Hash Wednesday podcast. Join us next time and don't forget to follow us and subscribe on Spotify, Amazon Music and Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Good. We're getting so good. You think so? Yeah.
<laughs> we are. 